0: Good morning everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, and I'm here with my first cup of coffee. It's Sunday, November 3rd. We are reverting to real time, which is nice. Here in the U.S., we're back on regular time. Um, It's amazing to me that people can be confused. They'll argue with me sometimes and say, no. We were on real time, and now we're on daylight saving time, and it's like, no, that's incorrect. (laughs) Winter time, we are on real time, and all of summer is a lie. (laughs) I would just love it if the whole world would stop doing this ridiculous daylight savings time. But I have ranted on this topic before, and we arguably have much bigger things to worry about, but... I just, you know, I'm I'm very much a believer in harmony with the natural world, right? And it's like my theme, being with the Tao. You don't fight the Tao. You don't set your clock to say it's a different time than what it is. And, you know, people that argue that time is a false measure anyway, it's like, well, yeah, you know, are putting... 12 at high noon is something of an artifice and doing our time zones in broad swaths instead of tiny increments is a bit of an artifice, but you know, <laughs> where the sun is in the sky is relevant to <laughs> our, our measure of time and to our synchronization with the light-dark cycles and trying to pretend that we can change the light-dark cycle by putting a different number on it is a lot of silliness, in my opinion. I'm sure one day we will stop doing. But, I don't know. As long as the politicians think they're giving lip, lip service to energy savings by doing this, they'll keep... Well, keep up with it, even though it's been shown not to save energy at all, and it's been shown to be bad for people's health. Don't mind me. There's my not ranting. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, All right. Anyway, here it is at Sunday. Not my usual podcast day, but I am making good on my um, promise to podcast every day. During Nano I'm also putting up a blog post on the SFF seven as I do most Sundays. Though I'm skipping the actual topic today, because the topic is to write a drabble, which is a full scene in exactly one hundred words on a recent book or our ongoing project, and. I always skip these challenges. I know other people really love them. I don't do them. And, and I feel like it's relevant to the whole idea of um, embracing creative flow and writing for discovery and finding that flow to build a writing habit is that I really make every effort to honor my writing habit and honor the story that I'm writing. I often say, find out what your process is and own it. For me, taking on other assignments that have to do with my writing is not honoring my process. That's... That's how it is. I thought about, well, I could write a Drabble on the book that I'm currently writing, but by going, finding a scene that I could write and do in exactly 100 words is a diversion from the flow of the story that I've already created. It's doing something outside of that big river of flow of the Tao of the story, right? If I did it on a book I've recently released or something else like that, which I'm sure is, you know, like whoever suggested this topic, we all, you know, chime in and suggest topics. You know, whoever suggested this topic is probably thinking that it's a great way to uh, promote a previous book. And it probably is. I could have tried to like write a scene from Orchid Throne or Fiery Crown, but then I'm not honoring the process of the book that I'm currently writing. And for me, building a writing habit and finding that flow is entirely about protecting that story, protecting that writing time. I will talk about, you know, building a fence around the writing habit, which now is terrible connotations because it sounds like building a wall. I'm going to have to find out another th- thing to say. Ugh. Um, it's, it's setting it aside as a sacred space as the book that you are writing is the most sacred, most important thing. So honoring a topic you know proposed by on my group blog f- comes down pretty far below the priority of honoring the story uh, it's um I treat it in a you could call it superstitious if you want uh, I think superstitions are often something that arise from very real observations of magic and ritual so yeah i I treat the story I'm writing as sacred and I, I don't muck with it. I, I don't do anything that will interfere with it. And I advise you all to do the same thing, uh, especially, you know, if you're doing NaNoWriMo or if you are trying to pants your way through a novel for the first time. It is, it is a delicate creature, the pantsed novel, because you are creating the space for that story to come to you instead of, I don't know, hammering it into shape, right? You're, you are not consciously directing it. You are opening a window, opening a door, and inviting that story to come to you. And so you have to be very gentle with it um, and protect it. Don't let anyone else look at it and stomp on it and tell you how it should be. and And don't do things that other people introduce to you as possible exercises, because you're learning how to do you, how to do your own process. and And that's at the heart of Taoism, right? It's you know no priests, no churches, no rules. It's all about your finding that individual communion with God or the Tao or the force of the universe. And there's no room for anybody else's opinions or ideas in there. Not even mine. (laughs) It thus the great conundrum. So I'm keeping it shorter today with that thought. May you go forth and uh, refine, refine it to your own ideas about things. Don't listen to anyone else. I have to mention that uh, First Cup of Coffee is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. You can find out more about the other wonderful podcasts in the network on frolic.media slash podcasts. And I will talk to you all tomorrow. Take care. Bye-bye.